Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Purdy Insurance. Visit Purdy Insurance on Market Street in Sunbury or visit online at purdyinsurance.com. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. And a happy Monday to each and every one of you. Brought to you by Purdy Insurance, Market Street in Sunbury. Go to purdyinsurance.com. Auto home life business. The best coverage anywhere because they will take great care of you. Customer service means everything to them. They also want to save you money along the way, too. You know, it could be an RV, could be a boat, could be a motorcycle, whatever. Customer service means everything to them at Purdy Insurance, Market Street in Sunbury. Go to purdyinsurance.com. And we are in the Sunbury Motors studio, Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors Kia, Roots 11 and 15, Hummel's Wharf, online at sunburymotors.com. So uh, we got Ryan Snyder in a few moments. And talk about this. Uh, Big Ten deal. But first, we go to the complaint department. We're after a long weekend where everybody else was playing legitimate teams and the Yankees played the Reds. You're 7-0 against teams that are 28-65. and I mean, really, are you proud? No, I'm seriously. I mean, seriously, they have played the worst schedule in baseball to this point. I mean, you can. I mean, you can have Junior all rise all you want. The teams they play stink. Oakland awful. Cincinnati awful. Right, and you're running around going, "Look what we did." You're in fourth place. Okay. So you know, all rise. No. Okay. How about how about get red faced and embarrassed? Why don't you go play somebody? Go on a West Coast trip. Do something. Oh, all kidding aside, yeah, I, it, it's still this season is still much to be desired, after even, despite a uh, successful weekend in Cincinnati as it should have been, but just bad. All right, so, <laughs> I mean, but so at some point they do have to go and play the other teams, everybody. But they've had more home games than anybody. They've had they've played Oakland, they played Cincinnati. Become kind of handed it. A schedule. I think everybody's sitting back, going, "Hey, this is great. I love to. I wish I had that." Yeah. No, I you know, I, they, I agree. They played Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay's good, but at some point they had to play somebody. Yes. So, Baltimore I mean, this I, week. No, they're good. At home. Yeah. Oh, of course, it's home. <laughs> Gee, you play you play 102 home games, 60 road games. What the heck? Yeah. Yeah, so, that's right. Everybody, everybody else is playing 81 and 81. <laughs> But my first complaint from the weekend will go in perfectly into our conversation with Ryan, and I'll let you chime in on this too in case I'm missing the point on a few things because that's possible. But it, it seems to me that Kevin Warren has actually left, actually lied his face off about leaving the Big Ten the way it is because there's a lot of issues still to be worked out when it seemed like all well and good that this deal 
was done for the media deal, especially with NBC and CBS, to the fact that nobody's on the same page. They're losing a ton of money. You have to pay money back. I mean, this is borderline a disgrace. Well, well, the paying money back part, okay, part of that is the COVID part. Right. No, I I understand that. Right. Is that uh, what's and more that, to CBS that makes, and NBC that is makes what I'm talking sense. about. Yeah. But I'm not quite sure what Fox's complaint happens to be because they get the championship game in 23, 25, 27, 29, all the odd years. You know, it wasn't like Fox wasn't at the table. They were. But as for Kevin Warren, as you know, I've refrained from talking about the commissioner on the show. So am I surprised that this happened? No. There it is. I'll leave it at that. Okay? Not going to get into... I'll just leave it at that. Okay. Am I surprised... That there are some issues going out the door. No. All right. Ryan Snyder in a few moments. This way it'll give a little time for you to for your complaints to marinate. What do you think? Sounds good to me. Memorial Day coming up, marinating. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm the grill master, so I know I know how to marinate some meat. You're the grill master. I am. I love the grill. Really? Yeah. Not not just your burgers and dogs. Yesterday I was doing beef kebabs with peppers and onions for Lisa and I. Mm. I made hot dogs for the boys. I do steak, chicken, pork. I even do pizza. I have my own pizza stone. I did that a couple weekends ago. Yeah, I want to get myself a pizza oven. You know, which is similar. I mean, that's not... Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's not not complicated. Um, But I want to get that at some point. But... uh, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm burgers and dogs. The other stuff I don't do. I don't do steaks. I don't do chicken. Like, hey, guess what? Come over here. You get what you get. All right. All right, Snyder. Next here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake. A service technician who really knows what he's doing and can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could shop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Okay, so a couple things, and then we'll uh, get to Ryan here. One, Penn State uh, men's uh, lacrosse final four. Another one-goal win. Beat Army dramatically 10-9 yesterday. Number one, Duke, Saturday noon. uh, And that will be on ESPN2 from Lincoln Financial Field. And uh, Favor Ira, uh, the 6'11 center from Miami, is going to transfer to Penn State. All right. So... Let's bring in Ryan Snyder on 3.com. 
Ryan, first of all, welcome. We're getting him on now because Captain Responsibility has to go get the kids at the bus stop. <laughs> Not the bus stop yet. Unfortunately, they're still at that age where I have to go pick uh, them up from preschool. Next preschool. year, Steve, we'll be at the bus stop. <laughs> well done, sir. Well done. <laughs> well, it is great to have you with us. So. Of course. All right, so let's get to this story. I, I'm a little confused about a couple of things, one being if you sat back and read the April the excuse me the August 18th release the Black Friday game is in there as is a Labor Day Sunday night game in there as is a Black Friday game on CBS it's all in there and spelled out so I don't understand what the dramatics happen to be on that part well i mean i did report this 2 weeks ago quietly to not offend people on the Black Friday game. Yeah. I, I'm actually really curious to see who, who gets in that Labor Day game. Have they announced that, Steve? Who's on the Labor Day? Uh, have not, NBC but we know it's game? not Penn State because they have West Virginia the right. night before. Right. Yeah, I love – so I'm, you know, obviously recruiting is my focus. I love following all the television stuff. I don't know why. It's always just been something I've been very um, – you know, just it interests me. You know, if I wasn't doing this for a living, I would love to be involved in just, you know, television sports and rights and all that kind of stuff. I mean, I would say I think it was the first time that's really been thrown out there for all to see. I mean, there was that release. I, don't, I just don't think many people caught up on it. I mean, we were kind of keeping it on the low because we know some people weren't very happy with it, I would say, uh, the way some things played out. And I was kind of waiting for um, the people to say 100% this is going to be Penn State, and uh, it's, it's 100% official. But, yeah, it's out there now. Uh, I, I just haven't seen too many. I mean, see, was it in the release that Penn State is going to play Michigan State no. in that release? No. Okay. In the in right. the release on August 18th, they said there would be a, La- a Labor Day Sunday night game on NBC, that there would be a Black Friday game on NBC, and there would be a Black Friday game on CBS. It's, it's in there for everybody to see, mm-hmm. and it also was very plain that Fox gets the championship game in 23, 25, 27, 29, the odd years. CBS gets a 24, 28, and 26 is NBC. So I'm a little confused about what all the hubbub is about nine months later. Yeah, I just think it's, it's – I think Penn State fans are surprised. Um, I think that's, that's part of it. I mean, I would say this. Like, you, I don't – so the, the Black Friday NBC game, from what I understand, is supposed to be on Peacock. So I would be shocked if Penn State is not the CBS game just because it's Penn State, Michigan State. Um, but, of course, that's not announced yet. You know, at the same time, you know, I, I guess these, these, these companies are trying to sell Peacock and all their streaming services, so that's a way for them to, to try and, you know, nudge major fan bases towards uh, subscribing. But, you know, as we've seen what they've done with Notre Dame, they usually put lesser games on there. Um, right. So that would make me think that CBS 330, Penn State, Ohio, or Penn State, Michigan State makes a lot of sense. Uh, but I think this is just kind of the first time it's really been out there. I mean, I'm sure I don't know if you've heard behind the scenes, but just the way I mean, and Pete Dammel pretty much laid this out there. Um, this was kind of done without really informing Penn State it was going to be done, and that's right. I think what's upset some people. It's a short week, right? And it's at the end of the season too. <laughs> it's a different right. story. Yeah. One, uh, but you know, this is the last game of the year when yeah. you're already already beat, beat up and. Now you're asking college kids to uh, flash a day off of everything. So There's only yeah. one plus out of it, Ryan. The only plus out of it to me if in this situation is it is fall break 
and there are no classes that week. That's mm-hmm. the only thing that, to me, is a plus in all of this. Other than that, it does put Penn State in a tough spot. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, I, I guess I guess the, the one perk, um, you know, if, if they're in Big Ten championship contention, right, they get a couple extra days out of it. But um, there's a long way to go until then. So we'll see where it goes. But, I mean – I just even with it, even even if it was Saturday, I mean, you you would still expect it to be a smaller crowd, um, right. you know, as, mm-hmm. as far as Michigan State's concerned. But uh, I don't know. I just I just know that people weren't very happy with the way it was handled, and I think Pete, Pete Story really was the first one to really throw it out there of um, you know some of the way Kevin Warren handled some things. And I don't I don't know Kevin. I'm not going to sit here and speak poorly of him. I just I know that Penn State and and, and other schools were. Uh, you know, just a little upset with the, the I don't necessarily the aggressiveness. Obviously, the money is very important, but I think it was just uh, you know, hey, hey, fill us in on some of these things before you before you finalize them. And uh, it is kind of what it is now. You know, one thing I will say, Steve, is like you know, hold on, November night game thing. Like, I, I, do you think fans are? I think fans are open to that more than schools think. What do you think on that? I think they're open to it more than ever. Remember, the Big Ten never used to play after Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and then they changed that up. Uh, I also think that this is where USC and UCLA come in to be part of the solution to all of this mm-hmm. because you have five night games in the month of November because you have to include the Black Friday game. So five night games in the month of November in the conference that could be scheduled on NBC. Well, USC can host one. Just let's just take this year's dates on November 11th, and the November 18th game UCLA could host a game, and then USC and UCLA could take up a game against each other as the third mm-hmm. one. That just leaves two to schedule, and to me that helps solve the problem. That's how I view it. That's a good point. Yeah, I just know you know from reading our message boards, like our fans just want night games, and and you know the <laughs> I don't want to think of the anger of. of Big noon kickoff, you know. I, oh, I think it, they can't stand I think it. it's a, what was that? Sorry, I said the fans can't stand it. Big noon kickoff, right. they don't like it. <laughs> right, as the media, we're like, oh, it's not too bad for us. At least we get a whole bit of seats. But no, I mean, yeah, I mean, I just think when you when you counter that the big noon kickoff part of it, uh, you know, fans fans are always clamoring for more night games. I just just from reading our message boards, man, I, I think a lot of people are like, hey, what? Well, I don't care. Like, if, if they get the opportunity to go to a Giants or an Eagles or a Redskins or a Bills game in, in December, like, they're taking it, you know? And right. I just think that as, as we move on with this, you know, change is always – sometimes change comes really fast, and, and I think that's what some schools – I mean, it's been pretty open that Michigan and Ohio State were against this as much as anyone because, hey, let's be honest, they're going to be two of the three teams down the stretch that are in the, in the mix. I haven't heard as much as far as Penn State's upset with November night games, more so that – uh, just the whole Black Friday thing and how that was handled. Right. But I, I do feel like when we get to year two, three, four of this, you know, the whole night game November thing will, will die down because I, I think I think if people are going to learn, maybe, uh, you know, Ohio State fans will learn with that Michigan State being in, in November 11th. Uh, they're still going to sell out the place. It's still going to be a fun time. Fans are still going to be happy. And, you know, they, they, you're paying all that money for a reason, you know, spending time with your family, enjoying this tailgate, those eight hours leading up to it. That's a big reason why people are dishing out thousands of dollars. Oh, no, no question. The, the tailgate experience is a huge part of it. But what really struck me was Michigan State at Ohio State November 11th, the, the Black Friday game, Penn State. So they talked about the sacrifices that they were making to make this work. That's fine because right. we've seen that before. Again, which one of the big three didn't make a sacrifice again? Right. 
Right. Yep. There's two. It's, of them ne- it's never. It you notice, so. Ryan. It's never Michigan. It never is. You know more than me. <laughs> I get. I get. It I never mean, is. I'm not gonna. Uh, you know more than me on that one. I don't even know how to, to uh, respond to that. But uh, no, they never. They, yeah. they don't move. They don't dip, dip. When do they play on Thursdays? When do they play on Fridays? They don't. That's a good point. I mean, That's they haven't. Just just go back. I mean, the problem when you're dealing with it with an athletic conference, right? That is collegiate, is you have a bunch of people that have the ability to read. This is my favorite conversation I think we've ever had on air. <laughs> I, love, I love talking this stuff, man. Like, you know, we always we always just talk re- recruiting all the time, but yeah. we should talk TV stuff more often. Let's do like an hour segment on this. I could go all day. Oh no, I would love to do because we talk a lot about TV on because the business of this. Right? I mean, the, the money is critical. If you're going to maintain 31 sports, you need this money to right. do this. So the money part, I get. Uh, what strikes me is the forays into uh, Peacock actually more than any, more than the night games. I'm more interested in what they want to do with Peacock because there are more Peacock football games I think than people realize. Ten. Yeah. It'll be ten. Yeah. I mean, so, not a small number. Yeah. I mean, Penn State's going to probably fall in one of those at some point. Yeah. They, they, well, I would sure they would have to at some point, which would be really good for radio. No. <laughs> right. There you go. There you go. I, I'm always tuning into you and Jack anyway. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but I mean, but that's that's. I mean, so I I don't worry about that. I think that again, part of the solution is USC and UCLA for November, because you can you can schedule quality games in prime time in November in Los Angeles, and. That takes up three of the five right there, and I think it actually solves a lot of problems while still giving you quality matchups. And, and let's be honest, like, is it just going to be those two? I, I just, we're going to, this is going to be the summer of change. It, it, we're going to see another domino or two fall this summer. You know, whether they go out west or whatever happens with the ACC, like, there's no way that in 2026 we're not having, there's not going to be more teams in the Big Ten. I just don't see it happening. And obviously, they have to get the right teams. Because you can't cut that pie up more, and, and you know teams lose money. But you know, I just see, and I, I understand, you know, say they add Oregon or Washington or whatever, you know, that doesn't really work. You know, with the, with the whole November scene, it's cold up there too. But you can still find more ways uh, to to make this work. I, I still think the ACC is gonna something's happening there. Like there's just too much talk right now, uh, and I know get the grant rights and everything, but you know, there's there's four or five, six teams there or schools who seem pretty upset about that situation so this is fun though i love this is why i love college football the the not the drama around it but just the the chaos of it right i mean this is this is why sites like blue white illustrated exist because no matter you know the season may only be 13 14 weeks but there's so much to talk about in the off season from recruiting to, to things like this that you know, this is why we love college football this is why it's the best sport in the country without without a doubt well, the, yeah, I agree. There's the. This is why it becomes a 365 conversation. Uh, Tony Petiti has extensive background in media. Everybody I've never met him. Everybody that I know knows him. Thinks he is one of the brightest bulbs going out there. Uh, what can a guy like that mean in terms of smoothing this over and making it right down the road? Well, he's got to get uh, he's got to get Michigan to cave a little bit, right? No, I'm just teasing, obviously. <laughs> but uh, I mean, I, 
mean, I, I, I obviously I don't know him too well, Steve. You know, I, I think he's got I think he's got a lot on his plate right now. Um, yep. But at the same time, you know, wh- who, <laughs> where else would you rather be than sitting in the, in the Big Ten commissioner seat? Obviously, you've got a lot of you know powerful head coaches and powerful athletic directors who all want to do what's best for their school. But I mean, this is we're still going to be talking about eighty million dollars for school, right? Yeah. I mean, it, right. you know, there was talk about a hundred million. It might be even eighty-five. I mean, it's just still going to be a lot of money. And I mean, this is getting a little off topic here. Right. I, I I can't speak to what Tony's really going to do for media relations. I haven't read on it enough, but I still think collective bargaining is coming, and and, and that's why this money is going to be so important too. in the years ahead. Yeah. By the way, the, the losses they're talking about here between COVID and NBC getting it comes out with fourteen schools to about four and a half million per. Mm-hmm. And it's 16 schools, you know, they, they wouldn't be included, but it's $4.5 per school if those losses. And, but if I'm the Big Ten, one of the things I do say to Mark Silverman at Fox is, we will do everything we can to get you to be one of the college football playoff partners. How about mm-hmm. that as a compromise? And it, it has to. It has to. I mean, they're just, they are too involved in this now. Um, you know everything from a Big Ten perspective, but I still think they're going to be involved with other conferences too. I mean, did you see the talk today about ESPN pulled out of the Pac-12? And I get it. I mean, they are dishing out some crazy money for the Big Ten, but I just think I just think Fox is too involved here. Yeah, FS1, FS2, they have a lot of channels they can fill. You know, I, I just see uh, I, I just see them not. This can't just be an exclusive Big Ten thing long term. So I, I think that'll absolutely work. There's going to be plenty of games to go around. ESPN is saving up money, though. You know, they passed on the MLS. They passed on Champions League Soccer. You know, what did they recently pass on? They passed on the Pac-12. You know, there's a couple other things. And that tells me they are saving up a lot of money for the playoff. And, and you know, that's that's yeah. what they – that's their and, bread and butter right now. Um, and, the football, and the NBA. And the NBA, of course. Yeah. And the NBA, which is so, – I mean, th- those two are billions right there. That's billions. They're going to have to pay for each one of them, Ryan. And mm-hmm. that's what they're saving up for. They are not sitting up and, and and saving money for some of the things people think. And they're they're in the process of laying off staff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I I, I Marshan and uh, <laughs> uh, who's who's the John, other guy? John Oram. Yeah. John Oram. Now I yeah. read those guys all the time. This is why I'm so into this stuff. I love sports media and that whole conversation. But. Um, yeah, we'll see. Uh, I, I could see a world where you know the, the Fox gets some first round games. I still yep. kind of see a world where ESPN's getting the semifinals in the playoffs. I just think that they are yeah. really going to put some serious money into this. But we'll see. I mean, it depends on how much Fox wants to go off some other conferences and things like that. And hey, man, we didn't even talk about basketball and what's going to happen with uh, Big Ten basketball here moving forward. Because there's a lot of talk about streaming, and you know, there yeah. was there was that talk about how Izzo's a little upset with some things. So. Tony's got a lot to figure out, but uh, no, no doubt about it, 90% of that's going to be all about football. Yeah, well, basketball's going to have a lot more streaming. And, in fact, the opening night of the Big Ten tournament is going to be streamed. Interesting. Didn't know that. Okay. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. See, but we want to talk about for... recruiting. They did get a quarterback. I know. They, <laughs> they so did get a quarterback. recruiting with you, Steve. You threw me for a loop today. Oh, I know. But, no, I, but I wanted to talk about this because I know you're so into it. But, I love uh, it. But he is a good quarterback, so. Yes, Ethan Grunkmeyer. We'll talk about him here for a second, just because he was in State College this past weekend. 
yeah. uh, earned an invite to the Elite 11 Finals. That's three straight years now um, that Penn State's going to have a, a top guy out there at the Elite 11 Finals. Uh, 6'2", 190-ish from Olatangi out to, outside of Columbus. Uh, lots to like, man. I, I'll say this. He, he trains with Brad Mandler, who, of course, is known you know, in Ohio as the guy who, not going to say created Drew Aller, but really kind of made Drew Aller into the player he is. And seeing him yesterday, look, there's a lot of differences between Drew and Ethan physically, but the relief, you know, the off-platform throws, the little things that, that Mandler has kind of, you know, really taken a lot of guys. You know, Ryan Montgomery's another. There's a lot of a lot of recruits who are being recruited off of, off of Brad now. Uh, you could really see it in Ethan yesterday, and into some of the little things that are similar with Drew. Of course, again, there's a lot of differences there. I, I do like Ethan as an athlete. You know, ran like a four eight ish yesterday, four four mm-hmm. shuttle. You know, there's some good things there. Not a, not a crazy athlete, not a Tracy Swirler or anything like that, but. Uh, you know, an absolute quality player. You know, we have him as a three-star at the moment. I really see him moving up in the ratings. You know, one other guy, too, who was here this weekend, Luke Reynolds, tight end committed to Penn State. Mm-hmm. I, I left there yesterday as impressed with Luke Reynolds as anybody there, and, and obviously Grunkmeyer had a lot of our attention. You know, he's a, he's a player out of New England who was a quarterback, actually, a year ago. You know, ends up transitioning to tight end. Another guy with off-the-record uh, measurables running a 4-7, I think he had almost a four-three shuttle, something like that. I mean, you know, this is a this is a true athlete here. I don't want to compare him to Mike Dicky because those are incredibly uh, high bars. But uh, man, some of his numbers are really stacking up. Actually, his numbers are incredibly similar similar uh, to Joey Schlafler, who of course just enrolled not that long ago. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, Penn State had two really good uh, committed players at the Elite Eleven yesterday, and two guys who you know I wouldn't be shocked at all if, if we're looking at this in a month or two, and they're both four-star players. Glad we slipped that in. You need to go get the kids. <laughs> Is it that time already? I could, yeah. uh, let's talk. What, what else do we want to talk? NFL rights? I mean, dude, the schedule just came out. That was so much fun. But maybe we'll set it for another day. We'll, you know, let's, let's set another day where you've got all this time and then we can go through all these kinds. Because to me, the NBA contract, the college football playoff contract, and even to the side of the Notre Dame contract, are just behemoth contracts, especially the first two, and that's what they're all saving up money for. For sure. It's going to be interesting, Steve. But, yes, my wife is reminding me. I just checked my text messages. She's saying, are you going to go get the kids? So I'm going to drop off right now. Steve, great talking to you. Hey, we got four weeks of official visits coming up, almost 45 players uh, set to visit throughout June. So I'm sure we'll catch up here in a couple weeks. All right? Sounds, sounds great. Go get the kids. <laughs> Take care, Steve. Good talking to you. Ryan Snyder on 3.com, Blue White Illustrated. Back with more in a moment here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motors Studio, here's Steve Jones. All right, Sunbury Motors, Fourth Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia, routes 11 and 15, almost wharf online, sunburymotors.com. And today's show brought to you by Purdy Insurance, Market Street in Sunbury. Auto home life business. Motorcycle, boat, RV, whatever it may be. They'll do everything they can to save you money. 
They will do everything they can to make sure your fully insured customer service means everything to them. And the Purdy Memorial Golf Tournament will be August 9th to benefit the Greater Susquehanna Valley YMCA. Doug in Wellsboro. Hello, Doug. Happy Monday to you. Is this Enfield Hall of Famer Steve Jones I'm talking to? <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. Well, it, it's your enshrinement ceremony. They better play the Purdue lateral play. Oh, uh, I don't even know if I can make it to it. So uh, it's the night before the Illinois game. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll work it out. Um, Kevin Warren left a lot of loose ends here, obviously. The one thing I I don't quite understand right now is uh, in the New Deal, the majority of the content uh, is controlled by the Big Ten Network rather than the Big Ten. I know Fox is the majority you know stakeholder of the Big Ten Network. How does the Big Ten Network is that like a media considered a media arm of the Big Ten and they control the content for the media rights? The Big Ten is in charge of who does what here. In the end, uh, the Big Ten Network's just an arm of it. It's it's uh, th- that really is what it is. It's it's not really a concern about that they control the media rights uh, because the Big Ten is in charge of the rights. The Big Ten's the one being paid to do it. Now, how the draft is conducted on games and things like that, those are all uh, internal things. Um, the Big Ten Network's going to get 41 football games. All right, this season. Uh, they get 38 to 41 uh, the next six seasons. CBS gets seven regular season games this year, 14 to 15 the next six seasons. They get the championship game in 24 and 28. Uh, Fox gets 24 to 27 games this year, 30 to 32 in the, each of the next six years, the championship game in 23, 25, 27, 29. NBC gets 16 regular season games this year, 14 to 16 in the next six years. They they are the ones, uh, when you're hearing about Peacock and so forth, that Black Friday game is not on Peacock. It is on NBC. And it is uh, because it's in the NBC contract. They get the Black Friday primetime game and a Labor Day Sunday primetime game and the championship game in 26. Peacock gets eight regular season games. So, that, I mean, that's just, I think, language of, of of who's in charge of doing all this and drafting and so forth. I think that's mostly what that means. Why does Penn State have to move the game to accommodate the Big Ten? Well, what do they owe those guys to the, to the Black Friday game? Why, why is it Penn State and Ohio State, to a certain degree, when they draw one of the biggest ratings in the Big Ten, why is it always Penn State moving to a Friday night game, you know, something like that? What are they going to get in return? Anything? Nothing? Nothing. Nope. Nothing. Uh, same. I mean, let's face it. NBC is looking, especially in the first year of the contract, to hit as many home runs as possible, right? So right. having Ohio State on, which was which is the number one, to their credit, they're the number one TV draw in the country in terms of average viewership in each of the last two years. Penn State's in the top five each of the last two years, at least the one I haven't even gone back past two years, so I can't speak of other years. So that's what they're looking to do. Uh, look, we need help. We need to have this be a big-time thing. We need to sell sponsorships, you know, all the same. Okay, So somebody, quote, makes some sacrifices. So, again, who doesn't? 
I have seen nothing about the sacrifices Michigan makes because I'll never see Michigan make sacrifices. I just don't. Uh, and that, that's that's the that's the part that bothers me. I'd say I've seen Michigan play on a Friday night once, and it was because it was an American League Championship Series playoff game yep. in yep. the Metrodome, and they had to go to Friday night. Yeah, I remember that. It was moved. Yeah, I remember that. That's the only time I can remember them doing it. The first thing Pat should do is tell them, give us some Saturday afternoon basketball games if he wants to accommodate you again. People like us that live out like not in State College immediate area, we don't get any Saturday afternoon basketball games right. to go to. I mean, if this is going to go, this is going to work both ways. I will say this. Tony Petiti has, sent, has said privately right, that he does understand the value of Penn State, and those were his words, okay, uh, that were related to me. So he does get it, and then we'll see how it now plays out. I think the addition of USC and UCLA will solve some of these November problems that we're talking about here. As I mentioned, you can play a November 11th game at USC. You can then play a November 18th game at UCLA, and then the two of them can play each other the last weekend of the season. And, Doug, that takes three of the five night games that would be have to be played to uh, fulfill this contract in November. No, you're right. you're right about that. They the the West Coast will help out. The West Coast time slot will help that out. But hey, another subject is Matt on the phone. Yes, I'm here. Yes, Aaron Judge was cheating, and you know it. He looked over once. That's one time. But to do it four straight pitches, come on, Matt. Okay, I mean, John Schneider, I'll keep that in mind. Let me put it this way. Doug has often spoke for the average American. <laughs> yes, he has, and that's why we love him. You, on the other hand, like, it's really, I mean, do you follow, I told you, Matt, outside the Yankees and the Eagles, there's a big wide world out there, Matt. <laughs> that's what I've been told. The big I don't know wide what world, world. I don't I don't know what world you're living in, Matt, but I like the Yankees too, but that dude was cheating. <laughs> we'll see if he does it again and then we'll go from there. I mean, doesn't well, he doesn't he room with Herman on the road? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, maybe he'll have rosin on his hands next. Yeah. Hey, do you guys play anybody besides the A's and the Reds? Hey, you got to take that up with Major League Baseball. I, I'm with you. I don't disagree. Because this means we got a whole back of the season that's going to come back to bite us later. I think they're only playing the A's and the Reds. <laughs> okay, th- thanks for your time today, guys. We'll talk to you thanks. later. Thanks, Doug. Now the callers are killing you. Oh, I love Doug from Wellsboro. Always will. So do I. He's the greatest. I'm telling you, now the callers are killing him. <laughs> I mean, Matt, right, in the world of sports, there's a wide world of possibilities out there. Right? And you're all locked in on two teams. Neither one can get any. they got to spin their wheels, and you, know, and, and you get frustrated. What did I tell you the key to game happiness is? Always root for the team that wins. You always call them happy. <laughs> yes, you have said that. <laughs> All right, we'll come back with more in a moment on News Radio 1070 WKOK. 
Great to have you with us on the show today. Brought to you by Purdy Insurance, Market Street in Sunbury. Go to purdyinsurance.com. All right. You need to find new teams. <laughs> I've also been told that. But what what can I say? I'm I'm loyal. I could be apathetic like I am with the Flyers right now, but I'm loyal. I haven't gone to anybody else. Well, there you go. You know, I, I you know, I give you credit. Ah, for hanging around. The again the the story with with this is the first of all the Big Ten did not play any games past Thanksgiving for years for years did not so it's not like they haven't been have not changed from a stubborn position before. And they felt like, well, it was starting to hurt them in the when it came to maybe getting into the BCS or hurting to getting the playoff, whatever it may be. And they changed up. Well, you have no choice. You have to. You just can't just... And this night game situation, I, the issue is, I don't think the fans care so much about it. I really don't. I think the fans are pretty good about Night games, in fact, they would prefer, for example, let's take Michigan. They would prefer the Michigan game to be a night game. And the game is what, November 11th? Correct. And they would probably prefer that to be the whiteout it's, game. It's, instead of big noon kickoff. Yeah. Right? They would prefer that. I think the fans would prefer Michigan be the whiteout game on November 11th instead of big noon kickoff. Fans don't like Fans are not big on big noon kickoff. The only advantage on big noon kickoff is this: the only, the biggest advantage is, right, is that, you know you're the best game in that time slot TV wise. But for the fans, they get to go home earlier. I mean that, that's the only that's the only thing. But in terms of got to get there, it's early, the whole deal, the parking lot, the driving in. It's not the easiest thing to do. And I think if you gave the fans the choice, and I'm only guessing here. Maybe it's a question I'll pose when I go out on my next speaking deal. You know, would you prefer Michigan? You know, would you go to a Michigan game November 11th at night, or do you prefer it being at noon? I think they probably would say they'd like 3:30, but you know, on November 11th it'll get dark by the second half. Whiteout would still look pretty good, but I don't think the fans would mind a 7:30 game in November at home. I really don't. I agree now, because it's all about the tailgating. Everybody yeah. would rather tailgate leading up to the game, yeah. rather than try to get there, be rushed. It'll, although you still get to tailgate afterwards, a lot of people will do that to avoid sitting in traffic. But right. it's much better to to tailgate all day than lead up to the game, right. then go vice versa because of the yeah. rush getting in. No question. Now that again, this is just me guessing, um, because I mean, in my spot, I don't care what time the games are. I mean, geez, I've done noon, I've done 3.30, I've done, you know, I mean, 7.30, 8, 6. I've done, I've done them all over the lot in the course of my career. Basketball, I've done them from everything from 10 a.m. to midnight. All right? It, it, so, so that part for me as a professional, I mean, I don't care what time. I just They tell me what time we show up, we show up. We're fine. 
So I'm just thinking about what the fans think. And I just I just got a feeling um that a November night game, not a bunch of them, but a November night game, I think they'd be fine with it. I mean, you can call the show and tell me if I'm wrong. I don't know. Now, the only thing about the Black Friday game at night, the only thing about it that's a plus to me is the fact that Penn State doesn't have classes that week. It's fall break. Okay. But am I surprised that there were loose ends not tied up by Kevin Warren? No. I'll leave it at that. I'm not going to take it further than that, but I'll leave it at that. Okay. Do you have more complaints? Oh, I do. Oh, jeez. For nearly 100 years, Purdy Insurance has been your locally owned, family operated source for insurance products. With a staff of over 20 and partnerships with some of the industry's most trusted companies, Purdy has the experience and resources to get the job done. Whether you need personal home and auto or complex business insurance solutions, Purdy will help you navigate through the process. Call today at 570-286-5855. Or better yet, stop in their Sunbury office to see what Purdy Insurance can do for you.